Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. We were, about, we were about to say, uh, Siberia, in fact, does anybody remember where we left off a fortnight ago? Honest Abdul's boat rentals? Uh, something like that, yes. Mm. We were in Novogorsky or something. It was actually... Novogorsky? Uh, Krasnoyarsk. Honest Zaslavsky's boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right, we just hired Honest Captain Zavlavsky of the Sarovich Nicholas. Well we had, done. We well had started him uh, to take us upriver and then come back. Was it like a, a week later was going to be the soonest that he could come back? He was gonna, every time he went past there, he was going to stop stop and say, yeah. stop for a night sort of thing. Yeah. Bear in mind, it's, we, about, we it's about a five-day journey to where you need to go. As far as, far as you can get by the river... Um, it's about a five-day journey, and then you'd need to go a, another X amount <coughs> through some other method uh, to actually get to the site, uh, the centre of the explosion, if you can track it down. Which you probably can, because it's the only thing people have got to talk about, so pretty much everyone will know where it was. Okay. Uh, piece of cake, then. Mm. Well, you're very kind. Uh, right, w- was there anything you actually needed to do while you were in town... Um, yes, I, I'd just like to make sure that everybody sort of checks over what equipment they've got, remembers what they've got with the character and that kind of stuff, in case it comes up as useful at some point. Which is unlikely. We got some, we've got some warm winter clothing, haven't we? I've got that written down. Yeah, I think you're all right. It's not winter anyway. Um, it's yes. getting colder though. Uh, yeah, you'll only really have a problem if you happen to get stuck here for another month and a half. And yeah, what's, case, what's the chance die. of that? Slim, I'd say. Okay, good. <laughs> so, Mark, I've, I've, I've got a pipe and slippers with me anyway, so that should be all right. Um, so, um, what I'm thinking is um, I still need to speak to the nice people who run the library. Yep. About what? Um, about um, what tribes are in the area that we are going to. Okay. Uh, when did you agree to actually set off? Was it Monday morning? Uh, it was Sunday when we arrived. Wasn't it? I, don't, I don't know that we'd agree. It was Saturday when we were looking into it. So should we say Sunday if he's willing to go? No. Or, it was Monday. Yeah. It was on Monday at some point. I just don't remember when. Yeah, because it's just when you're going to have time to actually get to the um, library. Because I do recall that you would have to have tracked the people down um, after hours because the library was shut by the time you got presumably, there. Presumably, presumably, if our, if our captain has not already sailed, it's because he hasn't got a full load of cargo yet. He was loading up. Yeah, he was loading up. So he might he might have some more loading to do on Monday before before he's ready to leave. 
Mm-hmm. Can always check. Well, I will find out what time he is planning on uh, departing, or would like to depart. The answer is that it's seven thirty Monday morning. Okay, he if will be departing obscene. whether or not you're on it, even though you have paid. As far it as he's concerned, it's up to you to actually make the rendezvous. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough, really, isn't it? So he if it's obscenely early, like before about midday on Monday, um, <laughs> a, a somewhat loose definition of obscenely early, but no, we'll go with it. Kind of um, a Victorian gentleman, are you? Um, uh, it's I will, I'm a teacher. And I'm okay, a teacher. you know. Get, get with the programme. Mm. <laughs> You're all young Georgians now. Mm. We're <laughs> hip. Mm. Um, okay, so I would like to try and track down the librarians, or at least a librarian, um, in their hall, in you know, in, in, in their sort of native haunts. <laughs> a I'm library. Sorry, are, you, are you planning to shoot stuff and mount one? I mean, is it, um... <laughs> I shouldn't ask if you're going to be mounting a librarian at the weekend, perhaps. <laughs> look, look for a bar called Knigi. <laughs> we'll, uh, yeah, well, um, it's not going to be massively difficult to find out where a librarian is. Mm-hmm. Um, how are your social skills? Um, psychology for? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Well, psychology will certainly let you know whether they're annoyed or not, and possibly why. Um, and how's your soul? Oh, my soul's not bad, actually. Uh, soul's for. Okay. Um, you could possibly sweet-talk them. Um, the thing is, if they don't know the answers off the top of the head, you'd have to persuade them to open up the library at the weekend. That might be much harder. Why, why are you actually getting this information? Is, have you got a specific end in mind? Because um, if you find out what... I'm just thinking, if you find out what tribe's there, what will that actually... Where will that advance you to? Another story is that we're, is that I'm going there to record um, the tribal dialects and stuff, yeah? Okay, yeah. Hence why I'm, wonder, well, hence why I'm going around with a load of wax discs. Um, you know... Those most um, notoriously unbreakable things, um, but never mind. Um, the so other the sort of a major explosion. Yes, that's <laughs> fine. Sure, my, my other thought, you see, is that um, it might legitimately get us a map from here, which is going to be an awful lot better than the bollocks that we uh, uh, managed to pick up in um, St. Petersburg, um, and um, would also potentially get us. Um, possibly even a guide if we can arrange something. Right. Um, if you're after a guide at the other end, you are probably better trying to get a guide actually there at the other end because it's a five-day river trip where you're going mm-hmm. to. Uh, there is a town there, Vanavara, uh, mm-hmm. and you're at the sort of area where the, the boatmen know the river and not much off it, so they'll know where the trading posts are, they'll uh-huh. know where the, where the towns are. Mm. <coughs> uh, the locals know their area, and they might know certain areas further out for hunting or whatever like that. But other than that, you don't really travel great distances. So what I'm kind of hoping is that the librarians are going to kind of 
jump across the uh, uh, the social divides, and um, they I can possibly get a letter of introduction in, 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 uh, um, to somebody who would who they feel may be a sensible person to for that sort of thing. Right. Um, yes, you can try it. Um, as far as the map goes, a bit of asking around with um, people like uh, Felix Zlavsky will basically get you as up to at least a look at an up-to-date map. You can look at his map and compare it with yours and see what the differences are. Um, his has got a few more trading posts marked on, and you're going beyond those. Um, the map that you've got is actually pretty accurate because there's not really been much building on any kind of a scale beyond... Yeah a few more houses or another factory so it hasn't fundamentally changed okay so where the so at the, ve- at the very so least we'll, you can do. we'll update our map versus his yep. and then you know just, as you I say mean, for mostly his map is, his map is annotated you know with bits and pieces like a new trading post <laughs> that's not going to make it onto an official map so yeah. he's got it marked on here so that that's be about as up to date as you get um you'll certainly be better getting a guide at the other end Okay. Um, at Vanavara. So if you wanted to find a librarian to see if you can talk him into giving an absolute stranger a letter of introduction, um, then, yep. You, I mean, you're welcome to try. Let's have a go. Right. Uh, could you just make me a... Uh... Well, I'll, I think finding them is going to be easy enough. Let's go for a straight soul roll, please. Um... My soul is full. Your soul is four, and you need a five or less. Uh, so rolling a seven is probably not going to help them. No. The, you find the house, and uh, the librarian is a rather elderly gentleman who uh-huh. answers the door a little circumspect. You, can, you notice immediately that he's got his foot positioned in such a way that you can't barge the door open, uh-huh. as, as if he's done this before. Um, he's... Is he happy to admit that he is the librarian? Yes, but he's. Um, I, I'm terribly sorry, I'm. I'm I, we're closed for the weekend, and I have uh, family around for dinner, and my aunt. She's very sick. It's contagious. I can't let you in. I'm so sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I mean, I, I I will be as polite as a um, English. Um, Teacher could be. I, I think. On, I think on that roll, we're quite happy with you being polite. You didn't, uh, you know, barge the door open, say "Watch your cock," and go from there. <laughs> um, now, the the difficulty is that <coughs> in in certain areas, strangers are looked upon as um, strange. A way to get in trouble with the Okrana. It's you don't want to attract attention. Uh, librarians might already be a little suspect. Okay, so I will I will leave it at that then. If, uh... You know, I mean, you've got the you know the Tungara in that area. Um, there are various dialects, there are various tribes, but you <coughs> you've probably got enough to bluff your way through somebody asking questions. Mm-hmm. Maybe also yeah. have oh, I yeah. done done a little bit more to uh, so if some you know if somebody is backtracking us. I've asked the right sort of question that, you know, when I'm having my well, fingernails pulled. You may, you may well, um, I mean, if somebody's sort of following along behind you and finding out what you've been inquiring about, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, you won't know what the result's been, but as far as you're aware, all they could get from 
asking around and torturing and pincers, is that you were were inquiring about all the sorts of things an academic really should have worked out before we left for this trip. Um, <laughs> well, no, I, I asked about them and I, I asked and knew about them at um, St. Petersburg, but obviously yeah. that is several thousand miles away. Um, yep. No, you're fine. I, don't, I mean, you would not expect there to be anything in what you've said. You, you know, you didn't sort of say, I'm interested in local customs, tribes, any large generators, anything like that. that no, you no. Know, you know. no, we no, did no, that no. when we went to the... <laughs> <laughs> we went to failure on the other hand. <laughs> Hello, my, na- my name is Mr. Westinghouse. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I don't speak Russian, do I? <laughs> Oh, which one of you is pretending not to speak Russian? Is that um, that's our that's Scottish right. friend, Archibald? Archibald is pretending to. It hasn't been very useful so far, but I'm, but I'm sure it will uh, prove mo- much more important now that we're going into the wilds of beyond. Right, right. right. So overall, you, you find somewhere to spend the night with no, no problem. Um, you can. <laughs> possibly find more equipment although it's getting a bit late on sunday's not the best day anyway you may be paying over the odds but probably at one of the saloons you could well, you know you can ask around if you needed to secure something very quickly what other what than that chaps you know is, is there anything you need urgently or should we skip ahead after an uneventful night no encounter the kind no of i mean i mean we don't know what sort of no, I mean, I know where my I, at the moment. I still know where my rose and mortarboard are, so I'm I'm, I'm reasonably relaxed. Like lockpicks, repair equipment, anything like that. You well, could ask around about that by all means. No, I've got a, I've got a trunk. Oh. And a wash kit. That's one for Ripley's Believe It or Not. An elephant. Also, I can't believe I haven't done this before, but Tunga. I barely knew her. Okay, that's out of the way. Get out. <laughs> right. So it's, um, it is, and I quote, obscenely early on a Monday morning. Uh, you're all dressed for a trip with your valise and uh, carpet bag and all the rest of it. <coughs> uh, Let's go out the back way just on general principles. What to look suspicious? Yeah, okay, yeah. On the basis that that, um, that they never think to look at the back door. We've met the local <laughs> secret police, and they 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 love um, hassling people who are, who are on a timetable. That's true. Yes, that they, is actually. They would enjoy making us miss our boat, and they would almost certainly know which boat you're getting, um, assuming they are really as efficient as everybody claims. <laughs> who knows? They might actually be all at cross purposes, and everyone suspects each other, and they're a complete bumbling mess. But um, oh, that, that would be silly. No, <laughs> as a Scotsman, of course, you would you would be expecting them to have done it all properly. I think that's more like the Stasi, isn't it? I'll just have to take over the the secret police and get them all organised. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you're fantastic! You come up here for this particular adventure, realise that it's total disorganised mess, and you can do a much better job. The next thing you know, world history has changed. I know it's a totalitarian regime, but it's an inefficient totalitarian regime. Um, Right, so Zaslavsky is basically ready to go. He's not 
waiting for you. He's in the process of, of getting stuff uh, <coughs> on board and pretty much about to throw off the, the mooring lines. How, how big a ship is it? How many berths? Sort of crew? Berths. Um, it's a tug, and it's got various barges behind it. Now, if you need a bit of privacy, a bit of space, you can hop behind onto a barge and just be on a barge. Um, you're pretty much on areas of the deck that have got kind of uh, covered awnings that they can roll out. On right. It's How not really designed as a passenger quit? ship. About five How days. Long? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the captain has got like, a little sort of fold-out cot, and that's basically it. Um, he's got sort of bedrolls for everybody from somewhere. You'd pretty much have to supply everything else yourself. But um, that's you know, that's easily done. We'll assume that you've taken care of enough provisions and things like that. Yeah, I do assume that. Uh, so he, uh, yeah, you know, you'll use a small amount of money, but don't worry about it. <coughs> looks up, looks up, sees you, just nods very briefly. Um, that's probably as much as you're going to get from him. <coughs> in, in terms of acknowledging that you've actually turned up on time, he seems at the very least pleased with that. He's got a trip to do. Good morning, Captain. Mm, Morning. Is everybody all right? We're not going to lose anybody's lungs. Good. Right. Uh, You are off on the. um, Shanrovich Nicholas. Indeed. uh, The sort of middle ish section of your trip to Tunguska. Uh, It's going to be. Fairly uneventful, so you've got plenty of time if you wanted to. Uh, I'm not going to do the whole sort of five day trip. Um, if there's anything you particularly wanted to ask the captain about, anything you particularly want to do, or see if you can spot as you go, otherwise, you will notice, um, even if you're not particularly looking deliberately, evidence increasingly of some major disturbance. There's obviously been uh, quite a tidal surge. If you weren't able to pick it out from the way that the the water has washed the bank quite dramatically or the amount of debris that's washed up, the fact that there are at least three boats and barges currently stranded above your head height on the banks um, at various points, that does give it away. Bit of a clue. Is there a sign of damage on the land as we go in as well? Oh, yeah. yeah. All the trees that are down, and it's a big portion of them and tends to get or worse. Um, they're all pointing in the same direction. I was going to say, okay, so we just follow the down trees, presumably. Yes, well, but no, we don't follow the down trees, we follow the way that they were downed from. Well, I yeah, otherwise, what I mean otherwise, is... Otherwise yeah. we walk nicely out of the epicentre. I, I don't think he meant you stand there and you wait until one of the trees sets <laughs> off in the direction well, you and follow it. <laughs> you tail that tree. Well, it's more of a stakeout, really. Um... <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, yes, the, the captain is, is. Thank you. <laughs> the the captain's got a, his own very small supply of, you presume, vodka, which he does not seem to be keen on sharing. And it's a very quiet trip unless you uh, <coughs> do something to make it otherwise. Oh. What's this shit worth? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. Uh, is it just him then, or that we do have other crew? No, it's him. A crew. 
I've been finished the fight. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll probably offer to look over the engine and uh, tweak it a bit. Mm, he's uh, he's dubious, but when you uh, when you do stop up at, uh, at night, he's prepared to sort of, as he's checking a couple of things, let you have a look at it while he's watching you. That's fair enough. Would you After like all, I might to, tuck it uh, under my coat and, and slope off with it. It's quite a good engine. Uh, would you like to just make a, a roll on your uh, Me- relevance? Mechanic? Engineering. Mechanic is probably the one. Uh, you're not doing anything major. Let's just see whether or not... What, what's your level? Okay, I have a skill of eight and I rolled <coughs> a four. You've got a skill of eight? I have. <laughs> Plus two on my mind of six. Right, so you could, in fact... Um, beat a difficulty of 11 with that and it's nowhere near that. Uh, he's impressed. He's definitely impressed. He, he um, nods as far as you're concerned. You've made a good impression there. Uh, you've probably, in fact, um, improved the engine very slightly. Got it uh, running nice and smooth. A little bit less thick black smoke pouring out of that. Uh, if you want the thick black smoke, you, you, t- you twist this lever here. <laughs> So I wouldn't say you've made a friend, but you, um, you've certainly moved on from just being deadweight passengers as you were before. He will have at least a few seconds' hesitation before turning us over to the secret police. Well, turning no. to you. No, he'll have... a second or two's regret. Yes, he'll have the regret <laughs> afterwards. He won't have the hesitation. <laughs> That's not how things work in Siberia. <laughs> well, I shall leave the gentlemen um, playing with their engines. Mm-hmm. And I will watch the world go by. Right. Well, the world isn't going by at that point because, you know, he doesn't do maintenance on the boat while it's actually moving because nobody's piloting it. So at the end of about five days, (coughs) you uh, arrive towards Vanavara. And that's essentially where you are getting off. You've still got a way to go, however. Now, this can is we the get sort of last horses town. or something? Horses, you say? Well, obviously you're getting quite a few people looking at you. Nobody's exactly staring weirdly. But um, uh, yes, there are quite probably horses. There are definitely horses around. And after a bit of hunting, you see there is what looks like um, a sort of corral of them stables where you can, if you like, hire horses. Well, I uh, yes. Well, let's get to, uh, sounds thank like a you, plan. Captain Zavlasky. Oh, fuck's sake, Thank you. Have a safe trip, and hopefully, we'll see you in a week. <coughs> he nods, and again, that's the that's as effusive as he gets until you pour a load of vodka down your neck. Right, um, shit. Well, if you unless um... oh, he gets pleurisy, and then he'll have a lot of pleural effusion. I've noticed your, your jokes get increasingly specific on a medical point of view as, as you spend more and more time in the lab. Coincidence? Or... I, I suspect coincidence, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, is there, I mean, horses is the best we're going to get, isn't it? Realistic. There's no roads. Where we're going, there's no roads. There are no roads, and even if there were, the, the chances are they wouldn't have been cleared necessarily all the way to wherever you wanted to go but no the <coughs> what was believed to be an explosion uh took place kind of in the middle of nowhere so you will have a way to go um you can it's hire horses for a ruble a day each with a 30 ruble deposit each 
Well, should we get reasonable. one each and one sort of pack horse? Sounds sensible. You can do that. Um, um, shall we maybe sure. negotiate? Has anybody got that sort of skill? Anybody no. a merchant? I can ride, though. So. I oh, have, you're me. You're I have business, me. I'm just not speaking Russian. <laughs> yes, you can negotiate with an interpreter, if you wish. Uh, I don't, oh, is it worth it? All right, what you take? Well, let, 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 let's make the form, do the form of the thing anyway. I mean, it would look suspicious if we didn't try. Well, we'll see if they will do four horses at the price of three, that sort of thing. See if we can <coughs> gamble, uh, gamble him down. Wow, to that. There's lots of sort of, mm, you know, pulling at the beard and, oh, you've insulted me and so on. Um, let's just have a quick relevance. As long as he doesn't throw in a gourd. Um, it's not really business, is it? Uh, That's a shame. That's the skill I have. Well, ah, uh, well, yeah. You see, you you can do it. Um, it would have to be probably the lower of either your business or your interpreter's linguistics, Seems and fair. then there'd be a there'd be a penalty um, because obviously you're not. Speaking directly, but um, what would that come to then? Uh, my business is at seven. Your... Right. My, and... my, if you want to do it with me, do you want to do it with me or you, Emily? I, I'm, only a, I'm only a four linguist. Uh... I'm a seven linguist. Right. Okay. So the two of you then, that would be seven. So you're not really losing anything in the translation. Um, it's going to be tricky. I will say now, though, it would have been a lot trickier if you'd let the lady do the talking. Because uh, it's that kind of town. So, um, could I get a roll from. Um, well, it's going to be you, Mark, really, because you're actually facing the guy. Um, you roll. Um, can, I, can I use my psychology at all to help? Would that help in there? I don't know if it really would. If you want to spend some time kind of scoping the guy out in advance, you could perhaps do it, or if you saw him negotiating with someone else. But at the moment, you're trying to translate and... No, okay, fair enough. I think might be adding a bit bit too much into the mix there. Uh, so you've got mm. a difficulty of five, I'm going to say, so uh, you need a nine or less. Okay, so I roll a four and a one, so that's a five, so... Uh, well, he's, he's not happy, but um, he agrees to just take the one deposit... 30 rubles for the horses and then it's uh, a ruble a day how long do you need them for two weeks mm. okay all right so that is going to be uh, 14 rubles per horse plus a 30 ruble deposit what all in advance yes the idea is you have incentive to bring the horse back you're familiar with the concept of a deposit are you well yeah but then we shouldn't not, have to pay it's the, not generally something you hand a day in advance. But, <laughs> does any of us know anything about the maintenance of horses? I have riding. I'm ah, presuming jolly good, food. jolly good. It does, yes, doesn't it? You, you know how to curry a horse. <laughs> that might become useful later. <laughs> You're lost in the wilds of Siberia. Uh, yeah, I just want to look how far... I read earlier exactly how far you got to go, and guess which bit... I didn't underline. Steve, if uh, this was GURPS, that would have been much simplified by the by the haggle brackets, riding brackets, horses brackets, Siberian sub skill. 
No, it would have just been easiest in uh, Hero Quest. One person would have given you an augment of plus three, and then you'd have rolled under your general umbrella term of uh, you know hard riding, hard talking, adventurous. <coughs> you'd have been away, right? So uh, that's the cash sorted out. <coughs> You've got everything that you need. Uh, you can get further supplies um, in terms of food, drink, that kind of stuff. Oh, definitely food. Yes, definitely. It's, it's actually quite a slow process, this, because every single person you talk to, the moment they realise that you're not from around here, which is, coincidentally, the instant they clap eyes on you, <laughs> yes. they want to talk about the the day the fist of God struck well, the Well, let And you just can't get away from everybody's description of the burning sky, the wind that was like the breath of Satan. Oh, I, I like some of these. I, 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 anything about it? I, I will actually record. Some of these sound rather sound rather good. I mean, are there any but any of them um, talking any any form of dialects at all? I, I mean, any. Um, I'm happy to. I'm happy to journal yeah. to, to actually write a lot of this down. But I mean, obviously, right. I'm, I'm, I'm t- I want to I want to break out a wax. You know. <laughs> right. So so you're you're dropping a cylinder. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can do that if you want. To, if you want to spend the time uh, doing it, that's, yeah, that's yeah. fine. You will find no shortage of volunteers, particularly once you pull out this thing, which I guarantee none of them have ever seen before, and explain what you're doing. Oh, and um, and, and possibly play back. So, what are the local theories? <laughs> that's the point that they are thinking. They arrest you. you <laughs> um, what are the local theories on? <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, it's either God or the devil, generally, right. um, because what else could possibly have done it? I mean, there were there were trees flying through the air. There was so much wind. The river was was high, washing the barges over, the flooding, the screaming horses, the children. Oh, it's terrible. Was, was there the any activity in the months leading up to it? Anything of note? No, it was all calm and normal before then. Any nothing, strangers? Nothing well, we're a trading town. There are always people coming through. Okay. Okay. And any strangers since been interested in what happened? Oh, again, we get plenty of people come through. Uh, they're, they're sort of queuing up to uh, to have their voices recorded by your colleague as you're you're asking around. Ah. And has anyone lost anyone in this tragedy? Oh yes, there were a couple of uh, couple of youngsters, um, teenagers. Really, they were, they were killed in falling trees. Not that they should have been out there in the first place, of course. Kids no today. Yes, gone tomorrow. Now, could we find a guide who might be able to lead us closer to the site? Mm. Well, it's easy enough to find. All you have to do is to follow a tree. Well, <coughs> someone who knows the local area might guide us out of any pitfalls we might otherwise. I, I don't um, think you'll have any problem heading heading out there. Uh, at this point, uh, there's an old woman who starts muttering, and she she pushes up towards you and hands you a, well, forces into your hand really a bundle of herbs, and then makes uh, a sign of a cross. She notices a little bit uh, weird, but you would realise that it's because uh, she's orthodox. Slightly different. Um, to the direction. And um, then she sort of shuffles off, still muttering and 
Namaste. Namaste. Uh, You're holding a a fistful of dried sort of herbs while the guy's looking a little bit askance at this woman, but then carries on. Uh, Okay, Um, I will. You you probably won't find. Everybody's very busy. I don't think you'd find anybody you want to go up there. I mean, I I don't know what you'd find anyway. It's. Sure, it's been scoured clean by the breath of God. Um, ne- nevertheless, we, we a have a... man might find something. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we do have some interest. Is there anyone you can think of? Perhaps a, a local um, loner, uh, maybe called Quint, or something along those lines, who, who may be interested in... Um... No, then there, there seems a reluctance. Uh, you you ask a couple of people, he sort of asks someone else and shake their head. There's a bit of a reluctance to do anything more than talk about, in very general, grand terms, what actually happened. They've all got their own story of, of what went on that day. But actually going to it, you get the feeling nobody's been over there since. Do we get the impression they've been questioned about this before? Would you like to subtly inquire? Uh, it's more. <laughs> I'm asking our teacher friend. Do they do they react in a more closed manner when we start questioning more deeply, or are they still quite effusive? But just it, it just they seem to have gone a bit off the old. They, when, they were very keen at first. When you say question more deeply about what? Well, who will take us there? How far is it to the the epicenter? Well, they're guessing, of course. Um, yes, but yeah, they, they can tell you that as soon as I can find it. Uh, can they give us a map there. of the terrain? And... No, there are no maps of that area. Nobody. Is there know. any advice? Any, anything to avoid any wildlife or geographic areas that we might want to be careful of on the way? Well, the man, the man you've been talking to nods towards the bunch of herbs in your hand and says, wildlife, or don't listen to her for a start. Right. Um, perhaps we should talk to the old woman. Perhaps we should. He's probably I'll say in English. Who probably is our contact. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do, you be, any, uh... Uh, do you have any botanical skills or anything like that? Um, Scientist? Sexist. This so, is the attitude I'm faced with my whole life. Oh, you're a lady, you'll know about flowers. Well, screw you, I know about riding horses and punching people. So, if I thought that, I would have just said, you instantly recognise the bundle of herbs you've been given. Um, Meanwhile, I have scientists. I said, no, do you have any botanical skills? Um, yeah, you'll, you'll recognise um, what she's carrying immediately. Um, it's a bundle of wolfbane. Didn't eat that, lassie. Sil- with a silver wire wrapped around it. Okay. Oh, now I might get that from uh, my class. Uh, from my classics. I, I have scholar. <laughs> Would history bring me any enlightened, any myths or legends? It might do. Um, I mean, wolfsbane. You're presuming it's a. Wards off wolves. That would be the uh, the connection you'd probably make. Yeah, there, are okay. lots, there are lots of folk the wolves, tales about wolves in the area. Well, it's but, but, yeah. silver wire doesn't. doesn't well. There's not there's not a lot of silver wire. It's a small amount. You've not been given a you know a, a wealthy gift. But, well, <laughs> I should posit it in my um, you know 
thrust it out to whatever ladies have around there. Right. <laughs> oh God. Put it. How about putting it into your muff? Roll for allergies. There's no no need for that. It <laughs> uh, looks like right. we're on our own. Perhaps. Oh well. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll when, when I get the translations, I'll, I'll be writing down un, under the heading weather phenomena in my notebook, just because I'm assuming somebody else is going to read it. Um, all this stuff about um, loud noises and sky changing colour and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, try, I'll trying to put together from that, I mean, does that sound like a large explosion or an actual weird weather yep. phenomenon or a, you know... Potentially a weird weather phenomenon, but not one you've really heard of. Um, it doesn't really sound like a... I mean, some of it sounds like a tornado, you know, things being flung around, roofs have been damaged. Not too much was seriously damaged in the town, and they've only lost a couple of people. But they they had all the... Um, the boats were... Several were smashed up. Others have been beached because <coughs> about half an hour after the uh, the major explosion, the water just came flowing down in a huge hmm. tidal surge. Um, as far as the kind of the fire, the lights, um, it sounds more like an explosion than it does, unless it was maybe a lightning strike. But everyone who's mentioned the weather beforehand has said it was basically kind of you know straight out of the blue. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like there was any build-up to it. All of a sudden, there was just bang and this incredibly strong wind. Storms can just sort of arrive out of it. They can. They can. uh, Are there any other settlements further in? Yeah, not of any particular size. You're you're moving... It's not that homely. You're moving up towards (laughs) the realm of the sort of um, trading post, really, which... Which have a slightly uh, fluctuating population. You may find that uh, usually it's just the kind of the factor who is there running the place, but there will almost certainly be um, some of the nomads will be there for a short time and then Excellent. move on and traders. So we get uh, directions to the next one further in, at least. Yeah, yeah it's marked on your map. It's but it's okay. going to be fairly straightforward as far as direction goes. There's another okay. river further in, um, not as big as this one. Well, I, I suggest we get on with it, chap. We've mm. got a week to get back in. <coughs> right. So, how far is that? No one really knows, but how? Um, well, you're probably looking at at least 100 kilometres, uh, or versts, I think they were called. So what, about three days? Something like that? Um, that's, a, that's a fairly easy it's walk, yeah. Good. It's a gas. It's a big gas. So if we're quick, there, investigate back, one week, bosh. Yeah. Piece of cake. You're obsessed with the cake. Okay. So if you're setting off fairly soon... I think so. Could I, could I get um, riding rolls from everybody, please? <laughs> so who's got riding? Is it Miss, Miss Smug there? I believe you have. <laughs> uh, Miss Green. Sorry, uh, Miss Green. I have riding five. Right. Now, as you go on, it starts off fairly straightforward, and you're able to help the chaps out a little bit. It gets increasingly difficult. Um, Trees have gone from sort of being pushed over to, in some cases, torn up by the roots and thrown. They've crashed across each other. 
pulverized in some areas. Um, you do also find yourself stepping over the skeletons of reindeer. Um, mm. Many of them have actually been crushed. And, by the trees? Well, a few people have been crushed by being thrown against trees. Uh, and then just sort of over, over a ridge, you can make out a thin, thin wisp of smoke rising. So uh, to get to that point... If you can make a riding roll uh, against a difficulty of four, so did you say you got a skill of five? Yes, yeah, so I need eight or less. You need eight right. or less, you do indeed. For those who haven't got it, body? We'll be getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's partly dependent on how the only person who knows how to ride goes, because if she cocks um, it up badly. Critical, in that I got an eight, which is critical, isn't it, in this? No. No. Well, I've succeeded. You have succeeded. That's fine. Uh, You've just succeeded. It's very different from the sort of riding (coughs) you're doing. For a start, you haven't got a a proper saddle. Um, Sorry, saddle. You are mostly focusing on on yourself rather than able to really help the chaps through. So they're going to have to make straight body rolls against a difficulty of eight, please. Good luck, chaps. See you later. So what, what's your body, fellas? Three. Two. Jesus Christ. Um, so you both need to roll a two. <laughs> um, would it help if we got down and walked the horse? Yes, although you could have saved yourself quite a few rubles if that was your original plan. Well, um, yes, yes you, could, you could do that. But if you're planning to ride at any point, you just need to see if you can roll a two for me. Yeah, Would it help uh, to spend some of these bonus points? I'm, feel, I'm, 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 I'm feeling you a can. You can spend a bonus point. It add, each one you spend adds a, a point to what you roll. Well, spe- yeah. spending I'm one on riding just makes sense, even if it does mean I need to roll a three. <laughs> I'm feeling that rolling a seven probably isn't going to help. It's, it's a bit more than two, no. So. Yeah, six here, so... Right. It's nothing dramatic, but you have fallen off the horses uh, several times. And you're each going to take a bruise, I'm afraid. Gosh. You arrive uh, slightly battered and a little the worse for wear. I shall put an X in my bruise box. So to speak. Where's he gone now? He can't run out of wine already, can he? (laughs) To be fair, it's Nick. I have full faith. I don't know why it just doesn't get like a, a wine bladder, you know, surgically implanted into it. it Replace his liver with it. I'd probably do the job. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah, so you've don't, you've, don't you've arrived. It. It's probably taken you an extra day because of the the difficulties you've had. Because every time you've you've hit an encounter, <laughs> you either have to get off and walk the horses, or you've been fighting the horses which are trying to go their own way, and you're convinced it's going the other way, or you've fallen off the horses. So, or a combination um, of all three. Very much a combination of all three. I would say overall, you're you're not thrilled with this part of the journey, um, and it's made a little bit worse, I think, by the fact that um, Miss Green has managed really quite well with with only a, a few moments of outright panic. I'm sure I could build a machine to do this job. Um, I'm more interested in you building a machine to make Emily's horse bolt. <laughs> well, I'm glad she didn't hear you say that. That's hardly gentlemanly. It wasn't gentlemanly. However, I have how many days has it been now? 
Uh, it's taken you three days to get this far. I have walked three fucking days. Walked? What's wrong with your horse? We kept falling off it. So he gave up. Eventually, I eventually I, I started walking and cut out the middle um, cut out the middle thing. The middle, <laughs> the middle horse. <laughs> well then. Anyway, you find yourself in an area which is um, a little more open. Uh, the ground is very much carpeted in pulverized and broken branches and trees. <laughs> it's blown out in a, a really large. Of circular area, so although it's not swept down to clean ground for most of it, there's no tree cover in the middle of this. The wisp of smoke that you made out is coming from uh, inside, just in front of a tent, which is absolutely dead center of this area. And in front of the tent, there is a cooking fire and an old man sitting cross-legged. Oh, so I thought it was going to be the same little old lady who gave you them. Well, on the trees, are, uh, this is the centre of the explosion. Pretty much looks like this is the centre of it, yeah. Has he seen us? He's sitting, he's got his eyes open, he's looking not at you, but sort of towards the fire, where he seems to have some um, bowls set out. He's not moving. It's uh, it's, it's this tent's obviously been erected relatively recently, has it? Or is it... Yes, um, you would recognise that this is precisely the sort of thing <coughs> that the nomads would use. It's a small one, um, you know, very much designed for for one person, possibly two. But it's the sort of thing that they have. He's, he's got a, a reindeer um, tethered to a tree stump nearby, and there's a traveller at the back of it, which you would load this onto. It's reindeer hide and uh, you know over a few branches kind of thing. And does he does he look? His posture is relaxed, like he's at home, is it, or is he he's on it? Si- he's sitting. No, he's sitting in a very. Um, well, if somebody would like to give me a psychology role, I could. Uh, oh, shall, shall I make that role? <laughs> just giving someone a bit of spotlight, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I rolled four. Did you? Mm. Right, you needed a five. Um, you would say that he's in some sort of meditative trance. He's in a very specific sort of posture, not like a man who's just cooking a meal would particularly be. He doesn't look like he's actually dozed off, and he seems uh-huh. to be wide awake, and yet has that kind of is he sleepiness chan- about him. Uh, right. Is he chanting? No, he's not. Uh, is he possibly... Sort of posture where someone could sneak up and nobble him. Yes. Uh... But you're not going to do that, are you, Emily? I'm, I'm gonna... just describing it. I'm going to point out the one difficulty with sneaking up is that the ground is absolutely covered in fragments of wood. Is the wood burnt at this point? Uh, there are There is some charred wood, yes. Have there been fires, does it look like, or not? No, it doesn't look like any sort of fire has raged across the area particularly. It's as if something has just sort of gone bang, blown everything out. There may have been um, you know, the signs of scorching and so on, but then if any fire actually started, it was apparently blown out before it got hold. And the, the smoke was coming from this cooking pot? Uh, from the it's a little cooking fire. <coughs> uh, cooking fire, sorry. Yep. Um, I think we should advance... 
I think we should go and say hello. Aye. I want to. I want Anyone to else it. about? No, I'm just as far as you can see, it's just the four of you. Because there's nothing around here to forage or eat or anything. Why would he be here? Let's just be cautious. Because everything... the, cause, cause there's a very great big flat area where he can put his tent up. To find the well... strange mushrooms to feed to his reindeer. You don't want to know what happens next. Okay, I'm being cautious. I shall ready my <laughs> fists. I'm worried, but let's carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the, the reindeer's not wearing any makeup or anything like that. Uh, as you get a little closer, the, <laughs> the guy himself is rather exotically tattooed. His, um, his face is tattooed. Uh, he's wearing um, a sort of fur and leather tunic. He's got leather trousers. Um, you know, sort of native moccasin type. Moccasin <laughs> Does he look like one of the natives of the area? Does he resemble the people we've met already? Uh, you would say he is definitely a native of the area. He's, okay. Everything about him says, you know, elderly tribesmen. Okay. You can see my hands sort of fondling my wax cylinder. <laughs> I'm not actually going to... quite was, enough was, of that on the train. I was <laughs> going to ask you to, to have another go at that. Um, comment, but actually, no, I don't think I need you to. <laughs> um, yes, indeed, your palms are, are positively uh, sweaty. And possibly I'm, I'm quite I'm quite excited. Right. right. Um, I say hello. This is in Russian. The Russian equivalent. Mm-hmm. He takes a breath, looks up at you, and gestures sort of in front of the fire. I've read about this sort of thing. Soon he'll have us smoking something. And then the visions. And then the oral sick. Naughty wicked suit. Indeed. I will take a seat cross legged. However, he's sitting, I will mimic it. Uh, he is sitting cross-legged. On the other hand, he's not dressed like you are. But, <laughs> you can probably. Well, manage. I'm in trousers. I'm not in a ball gown. Honestly, shocking girls today. Um, he reaches I'm... for a, a wooden spoon in in this uh, cooking pot in front, gives it a, the contents a swirl around, and then spoons out a small portion of what looks like a possibly a. A stew of some sort, and places it in front of you with a. It's got a little bone spoon next to it. I'll just glance at the other two. I'll sit as well. Um, I'm, I might get a canvas chair out, but yes, I'll sit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you actually I'll, I'll... getting a canvas chair? <laughs> well, um, I, I suppose my colleagues are sitting on the ground. Um, I might put. Um... Still can't bring yourself to call them friends. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone, has anyone got anthropology? Are no. you an anthropologist? Right? No, okay. I'm a scientist. Uh, no, um, I've kind of got archaeology rather than. No, I'm, I'm probably more the. Have you? <laughs> that's, that's impressive. It's not a skill. <laughs> uh, I'm a scholar. 
I'm a scholar classics, of classics philosophy. That's probably uh, not going to help me. Yeah, classics philosophy and archaeology. I'll just take some of the soup and try it. The broth. Yeah, well, I haven't got first aid. It's got a, a hint you suspect of something a bit gamey and um, seems to be largely... A bit could be reindeer, but then again, there's no sign of anything like that. Um, What's the shame? It's been nice weather the whole way. Um, could be, you know, could be rabbits. Could be hair today. Okay. Um, <laughs> various herbs and mushrooms in there. It's it's pretty tasty, actually. Uh, you've everybody who sat down has a portion of this stew in front yeah, of them. I, I will. I will have a little nibble. It's very nice. Uh, you have actually been riding for quite a bit, so you know you, you certainly. I can't imagine why you left England, William. No scandals at all. Um, more. We. Uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to say. Um, do you know what happened here? I am Emmeline Green, and these are my colleagues. William Bass and Archibald Montreath, who I'm not sure at this moment speaks your language or not. Assuming <laughs> <laughs> your language is Russian. It's going to depend. He mutters something to you and it's completely oh. incomprehensible. He oh. says it in a very strange way, sort of um, almost as if he's shouting but stopping himself from shouting when he talks. He's talking sort of loudly, but he has, he has quite a quiet voice. Uh, but you, you've no idea what... The, it, it sounds like it's an actual language. He's not just sort of babbling. Okay. Try Mandarin. You'll get the same, a response in the same, same language from him. Um, um, does it sound familiar to any of us? No, it doesn't. Anybody who's got any linguistic skills, including uh, Russian, yeah. you would, from your experience and from the people you've met, so you, you would take a, a stab at the fact that it's um, probably one of the nomadic tribes, the Tungo or something like that. It's, it's going to be quite obscure, but it's probably local-ish. Can I? Okay, well, this is... Thank you. No, this is my I... cover story, but actually, this is forget the cover story, beloved. This is the reason why I'm here. <laughs> right. So you haven't just I, come. I you haven't just come for the meal. You've all you've all had a had a good hot feed. Now you can move on to the actual reason no, no. for being here. You know, you know. Well, I'm I'm here as I, I'm here because I am a cunning linguist. So, right. You know. Um. Yes, Emmeline. Um, the man in front of you. He's got a very walnut, wrinkled sort of, um, almost polished leathery skin. He's clearly very, very old, but he stands up and is positively glowing and youthful and and radiant. And it takes a moment for you to realise he hasn't actually moved. He's still there, this cross-legged old man, but this sort of perfect idealised form of him is standing now looking at you. When I say glowing, very much glowing. There's also something a little weird. Uh, Archibald seems to be giggling slightly. There was something in the broth, wasn't there? It's only a short step from this to the oral sex. 
You have to filter it, you see. <laughs> um, do I feel any different? Do I feel tingly or fuzzy or like that night in boarding school when I tried their Millicent's special cookies? It's uh, it's a very unusual sensation looking at the back of your head. You realise you've never seen it before. Now, how exactly? What what is the sort of core of your your person? How exactly would you see yourself if you are in this form, stood up, and said hi? I see myself as a a woman, strong, strong as any man, and powerful, but mm-hmm. but good and soulful and truthful. Right. Any particular sort of role that you would adopt? Something iconic that that you think would reflect? <coughs> or, or just well, a, a sister to a well, a sister to all struggling right. women throughout the world. Uh, yes, chaps, you realise that despite the fact she's still sitting there, Emmeline has, has stood up, but it's a, it's a very um, very sort of Amazonian version of her, except without the reputation. Hmm. So, as for the two of you, what, what would you say, uh, Archibald, you're, if you were to, to meet an idealised version of yourself representing your, your core inner man, what would it be like? It's going to be exactly the same, isn't it? <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm in spirit of Victorian. Um, but His I... mad kingdom Brunel stands up. <laughs> <laughs> Not very far, because he's quite short. <laughs> I think I'm, in essence, an, an engineer, more than anything else. A builder. Aye. Bob. <laughs> yes, let's not get, get off track, you know. <clears throat> Can we fix it? Um, <coughs> and um, William. Well, all I can say is my top line of my equipment is pipe, slippers, mortarboard, and robes. So you really are basically the same. I am. Um, a quintessential, um, slightly uh, sort of um, otherworldly uh, professor. Right. So you see, um, you can see William standing there again. It's the sort of younger, very uh, vigorous, youthful version of himself, and with the uh, the pipe, the slippers, uh, the robes, you can see that he must have been the most insufferable student. <laughs> <laughs> It's telling that I aspire to something, but Archibald is basically himself with more haggis. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and William's just younger, a little less dirt, perhaps. Well, probably not that much younger. I'm not that old. I mean, I'm I'm late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, everybody just sort of immediately That's take you for being in your <laughs> mid fifties, probably. <laughs> There's a, a real sort of electrical sense. Right? Everything seems almost like energised now. And uh, he looks across at you and says, I am an ignorant old man. I know little of your affairs. But the Earth Spirit tells me to help you. What is it you would see? 
We were looking for the, the um, cause of all, of all this damage that is all around us. Hmm. He nods and uh, sort of closes his eyes a little. You get a vision, not exactly in front of you, but almost all around you as well as being in your head. And what you're seeing, it's it's almost as if he's showing you exactly the way he would describe something from his point of view. Uh, there are these cabins around, very much like the sort of cabins you saw at uh, Vanavara, which is, you know, not a sophisticated town. Um, quite a lot of those around you. The very, very biggest of them is suddenly burst asunder as a gigantic snake bursts out through the roof of it. It's got a very swollen head, sort of hooded like a, like a cobra. Rears up, right up into the sky, and you see that it goes to try and eat the sun. And as it does so, it explodes. Bursts into flame. And then your vision kind of swoops back and goes further north. And you see another set of um, cabins and buildings. And there are men standing around near them and the the man who's obviously a shaman he says there the man with the yellow eyes he would do this again you can't make out the features of this guy but you do see his eyes are sort of wolf-like and burning and you're back in the room so this is his perspective it's not meant to be taken literally well, that's, that's a very cultural imperialist way of he, speaking of it. Yeah. As, as he can describe it, that's he what's can rationalize it. Uh, and this, the, what, the village that was here before, there was no... It wasn't a village, it was basically a, just set, a, of, hut. a set of huts. Were any of the huts, I mean, presumably you saw that well enough to sort of pass it on to us. Were there any of the huts big enough to fit one of these generators in? You don't know that he's ever actually been here before. Okay. I think there may be met- metaphorical huts. So he just means a settlement of some kind. Yes, as, a, as opposed to a sort of tented settlement with the kind of birch bark right. behind the... uh, a nomadic type. This would be uh, his permanent. anything anything from a, a small village to a city. Mm. He's very likely to interpret in the same way. So, Do you know who the man with the yellow eyes is? Or where he is now? We'll be needing to go further north, I'm thinking. That is true. Do you know... Will, can the snake come again? That is his intention. To bring it forth and devour the sun. Why would he do this? I do not know. Who Do you know who is he part of the... Do you know anything about the man with the yellow eyes? Is he an outsider? Is he part of your tribe? He, I think he gets angry as such, but there's just a flicker of irritation that he is not of my tribe. Sorry, I, I, no offence was meant. We're just trying to understand what happened. He is not from here. I do not know him. But he would do this again and soon. I don't know where he is now. He is north of here. Um, how many days travel north? 
hard to say because I've forgotten why I've written it down. For a normal tribesman, two days. For you, six <laughs> weeks. Six months. <laughs> uh, it's about 100 versts, so it's going to be somewhere in the region of 50, 60 miles. Another two or three days, all right. Oh. See, there's no need to fear the first. Hello, is this thing on? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, we have one last question. Could Can... you give us the recipe? <laughs> I, I, I will offer him some some of the food we brought with us. Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, uh, you know, obviously sort of appreciates the gesture. He's not particularly interested um, in the food that you've got. Talking into this, um, into this cone. <laughs> uh, he's also not particularly interested in mechanical recording devices. He seems to get the impression that it's, it's for something to do with. Old. Capturing the soul and essence, and we'll have none of that. But he does have a gift for each of you. Oh. Ladies first, of course. He hands over a small pouch. Uh, this is after you've sort of returned to your bodies and um, kind of come round. You're slightly spacey, and it's, you know, it's been a rough journey, you're a bit bruised and all that, but it's a lot more fun than you remember. Um, <laughs> very, very smiley and remarkably peckish. Uh, to the lady, he hands a small pouch, a leather pouch, which when you look into it... Has... This better not be no healing shit. I'm not Florence Nightingale just because I'm the woman. You've got first aid. It contains oh, yeah. six rather shriveled toadstools. I see. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing now, but I've got the table here that says what happens. <laughs> <clears throat> to Thank you. Archibald, he hands <coughs> a necklace of amber beads. Oh, thank you, sir. I'm a little nonplussed, um, but I but I won't show it. And in, and in a hundred years' time, you'll drill through them and uh, get the dinosaurs. <laughs> they might make good ball bearings. Um, actually, if you if you look at them, you know you're laughing, but they do. Each one of them does contain. It looks like a small insect. It's a bit hard to see without uh, a proper glass to look at. And uh, finally, to uh, you, William, a leather bag full of dust. Sort of grey dust. It looks a bit like a mould of some sort. Snuff. Would you like to try some, Emily? I, I don't. And he starts to pack up the pots, <clears throat> dust out the fire, and loads the uh, tent onto the travel behind his uh, reindeer. Thank you very much, we, we, old man. We thank him. Namaste. Namaste. He grunts. The people around here are not uh, particularly um, vocal and chatty. He's obviously not the sort of person who would really have much to do with you had he not actually been told to come and help by the Earth Spirits, who you don't really say no to. 
I, I haven't had the pleasure. Okay, well, north. North, Mr. Test Market. It is what I've named my horse. He's got a good name for a horse, actually. Yeah, yeah. Right. He packs up. Um, yeah, he'll actually he'll leave the uh, he'll leave the tent and the fire for you lot because it's getting on a bit. Oh, probably uh, stay overnight. It'll probably me too. How big's this tent? Well, it's going to be a, a snug night, but you, you can all get in there. <coughs> Is that proper? I assume we have tents of our own. You've or probably some, some sort of sleeping arrangement. Yeah, you'd probably have brought um, large tarps that effectively you fold them into the shape of a tent. At this at this period, nineteen ten, pre made tents are very much a do it yourself kind of an affair. Um, he's basically packing up. If you say anything else to him, he appears either not to have heard you or to be ignoring you. One thing you do notice: the surface that you're walking on is really quite treacherous with all these pulverized bits of wood and everything. He is absolutely sure-footed on it. And as he uh, unhitches the reindeer and starts heading off into the sunset, um, which away from the sunset, actually, you do just catch one more thing. Um, as you're just watching him go, the light glints really, really strongly on something very shiny off to the left of where he's walking. Well, I was going to say, while the gentlemen are putting up their tents... I was going to look around the area to see if there's any evidence of damaged buildings or bits of stone. If I see that, I'll go and investigate that. You do see that. It's about 100 yards, and there are 100 slippy, curse-under-the-breath kind of yards. Um, When you get there, he's melted away into what remains of the forest. It looks like a piece of metal. Not away, I hope. No, not melted away as in... Um, A piece of metal. It's a piece of metal. It's quite a big piece of metal. It's some sort of... It's scrap, really. It doesn't look like, um, uh, you know, an instrument or anything like that. A little bit melted at one end, you can see, and it's broken at the other. And you can just make out the the large letters. You pick it up, dust some of it off. Um, It's got large letters about three inches high across it that says Stinghu. Twisting. Mm. Uh, clever. So it's the remains of a weapon. No, it's the remains of a generator. Of course, yes. Yeah, sorry, I was thinking of the Westinghouse. <laughs> Strontium <Lap>. dog. <laughs> Strontium <laughs> dog. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh man, have you ever oh. seen that? You can buy a replica of that. Have you seen it? It's amazing. You can get the helmet as well. Uh, they've done a great fan video, but I can't. Right. I'm glad we have shared cultural references because that would have been a weird <laughs> thing otherwise. Uh, <laughs> number five cartridge. Um, okay, I will take this back, uh, particularly and show it to Archibald. Archibald, I think we have at least something of an answer as to what happened here. Hey, well, well, the. the... The locals clearly dinner dinner ought, ought to be playing with with uh, generators they didn't understand. But what are they doing with them? That's what's interesting here. Was it the locals though? I mean, this this chat with the yellow. Well, oh, the, 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 these natives, these the Russians, they, they 
clearly aren't. Oh, you just mean all Russians. Well, everybody who isn't British. Any non-British. Possibly even non-Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that in company. Surely it's the politics to say that. <laughs> We're on a mission from God or the British government, which is the next best thing. That's the attitude at the moment. Um, so you found a bit of metal. I, I'm going to search the area while the chaps put up their tents. Obviously, I'll take um, the old guys. You'll take the old guys. Tent. Oh, I see. Right. <laughs> to anyone else, mind <laughs> you, I didn't realise. Um, well, back at the where you find that piece of metal, that's the obvious place to start. Yes. And um, clearing some things away, there, there are other scraps there. There's um, more scraps of metal, fragments of what is obviously shaped stone and brick. And uh, after about five minutes of digging away, there's what you think you'd be fairly confident in saying it was about half a human jawbone and a good portion of skull. Now, no one knows anything about radiation in this time period, is that? No, that, that, that thought has been crossing my mind. I'm just wondering, <laughs> I'm just I, I, the thought of Geiger Miller tubes and things along those sort of lines, you know. But, uh... At this period, quite a lot of people know about radiation. They may not realise it necessarily. <laughs> but they will do, fairly sure. Um, yeah, yeah that's, some things about radiation are known. We're just coming up to the era of um, the radium suppository, I think. That's a little bit in the future. Um, how about the... Um, when was uh, Einstein's chocolate? famous year? Was that 1912? Uh, 05, I think. Mm, 05? So we, uh, Mm. But no one oh, else has passed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's peaked. Yeah. When um, did it? It's all in the 20s. When did Curie's. Well, she was a bit before this, or uh, she's no, a contemporary, isn't she? She's contemporary now, isn't she? She's, yeah. she's, do, she's doing a pitch blend stuff now. Yeah, she died in the 30s. Actually, if we need anyone to talk about radiation damage, we have an expert right here. In fact, someone who may have written an entire role-playing supplement. Hey, just, just say the word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go all meta on me. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you know, there's no evidence that it's radiation that killed this person. It could be the fact that they've obviously been smashed to pieces. That's what I was assuming. <laughs> eh? Well, I'm kind of thinking that, you know... If nothing grows back here, that might be another matter. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. You're more of an engineer than a medical man, but generally speaking, if you've got a jawbone and a piece of skull, little's going to grow back. <laughs> hey, but, but uh, the carrion birds, for example. Let's see what happens to them. Yeah, it's it's quietish around here, um, but there you have seen birds and you have seen occasional bits of wildlife. Things have been in the area. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it gets this this far east, but the uh, at least the scan, some of the Scandinavian shamans they they filter the poisonous hallucinogenic mushrooms by feeding them to the reindeer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ah, oh, fantastic. Reindeer weeds. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful things, reindeer. I, 
one of the most amazing things I've ever seen was basically turning a corner and being faced with a herd of reindeer coming up the valley. Uh, <laughs> and you have to basically turn around and go off because the army don't like it if you set their reindeer. But the reindeer don't like it either. <coughs> no, indeed. Hello again. Oh, You're Mark. back. Oh, Mark. Um, well, we'll spend the night here, I guess, and then head mm-hmm. north. May. Right. Um... Again, it's pretty uneventful. Uh, clearly, uh, those herbs are working to ward off whatever evil spirits or wolves uh, they're intended to ward off. Which herbs are we talking about? Oh, they're right, the ones I have in my no. crossfit pouch. Herbs aren't the old guys. It's not you've got two fellas called Herb who are accompanying you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Herb. Or well, not um, Herb. Herb. Right. Um, so you're going along with the vision then? Yeah, why not? Right. If well, you look at the map and you look at the... Me go home. Well, I'm just making sure I know what, what it is that you're aiming for here. We didn't know much about what's in that direction, well, I think. Can, can, can anybody actually remember what our original mission brief was? We're, well, we're trying to find out what <laughs> Happened with these generators is what happened here. Have the Russians got that? I mean, the, I think the subtext was has the Russians invented some new kind of super weapon? Find out what happened and where the generators have gone. And uh... yeah, so and you so know where one of the generators well, we know that one of the generators was right at the center of this explosion. How, how many generators were there? Well, you know that there was one originally. And you know that there's at least one more has replaced it. Hey. So we know something. And it's bigger than the previous model. That can't be coincidence. That, well, it could be, but it seems unlikely that this generator was right here <coughs> at the end of the explosion. No, I mean, there are. you could easily think of different reasons why it may have happened, either some sort of failure, some sort of freak natural occurrence, uh, sabotage or an attack. You know, it's going to depend really why it was here, but yeah, you you've got the word, the word "sting who" written on a on a piece of metal in big. It's definitely a Westinghouse generator. Well, yeah, five. so we need to know if the Russians have discovered some new kind of weaponry. I'm remembering that they are <laughs> that requires them to buy parts from the Americans. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they are technically uh, at peace with us at the moment. They are, despite your best efforts. Technically, closely related to our monarch, also. Yeah, but that doesn't really work, does it? Uh, it it, it won't know. work well in a few years. No, no. Right. Good old Willow. So, looking at the map and trying, because you had this kind of sweeping zoom, neat little drone effect as you um, as we're in that kind of dream state. I feel like you've blown all your budget on special effects, John. <laughs> hey, the, the ending part oh, right, okay. is spectacular. Uh, <laughs> it's pity we might have to cut it short. But anyway, um, you can sort of get an, an idea of things that you saw. You definitely saw part of a river and probably you could pin it down a little bit from the sort of distances he's given and the sort of areas you saw. Uh, so somewhere along the uh, Yenisei River. 
Do we have any right. uh, sense of that on the ma- on the map? I mean, would it make sense to go to one bit of it and along the bank, for example? <coughs> Possibly. Very hard to specifically just follow the bank. They're not usually... Um, well, you, you how know, you big don't a get... river is this? Is Pro- it like... Could we, would it be biggest, you could certainly get a, a paddle steamer up it. You know, it's it's big oh, enough. Okay. You knowing what it is that you've come to find in terms of the the generator, it's got to be within reasonable distance of either railroad or river. How big are these things, Archibald? Oh, a large barge load, at the very least. Can you think of what sort of? power can they generate? Could they have done this? Is that possible? Well, you feed them enough steam, but uh, no, no, I think I think you, you'd need uh, you'd need to burn most of the wood here to get the steam. They must have discovered something. Or some perhaps uh, turbines in the river and then you feed, uh, put that to the generator, but no, no, it's a steam, it's a steam generator they, they've been buying. I mean, I've seen them produce power, but to cause an explosion that caused this much damage miles away. Uh, massive geezer, perhaps. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cock. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we, were, we were role-playing then and everything. I know, I know. I was very impressed. I was trying to stay out of it, but you know it. Stimulus response. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if we knew how they did it, <coughs> well, yeah, we don't. <laughs> we when we know uh, how they did it, we will have the ultimate weapon for the empire, which can be trusted now, to, 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 to keep it in safe hands and, and only use it when it is absolutely necessary. I can't help but slightly worry about the sentence. We will have the ultimate weapon for the Empire. I, I don't know why that sentence just causes some worry. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, you three will have the ultimate weapon. So you could set up a new Empire. <laughs> Darth Montreath. It has got a certain ring to it. Kelly? Okay, well, well, we'll head up River as best we can. We'll try and stay close to it, within sight of it, but trying to take the easiest path, I guess. Yeah, it's going to require the same sort of travel that you've been doing, but in a way, in reverse, because you're moving away from the the original explosion. Um, it do, that does mean it gets a little bit easier with time, because the, the ground becomes slightly more predictable, a little more natural. It's going to take several days, but... Um, we're going to miss the boat, aren't we? Aye. Right. It's a good job we've got these horses for two weeks. Yeah. Of course, then you know, unless you've got in way of provisions, you might end up walking home. So... Well, what if you... he's walking there already? Because he got to stay on a horse to save his life. Sorry, you're not getting any more bruises or anything, don't worry. Um, no. You can you can lose the bruise if you need to. It's It's been long enough. Well, I'm not going to have you fall over again. Not going to actually die from falling over again. I think it would be a particularly harsh GM who said, make, make a riding roll to get to the adventure. Oh, you've fallen off and broken your neck. <laughs> it's almost like a traveller character creation. 
Yeah, but even Traveller doesn't have you falling off a horse at like the you know tripping <laughs> of the collar or something, does it? It's like, what a way to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just have uh, soul rolls, everybody, please. Again, hey! against a uh, defending characteristic of uh, difficulty three. Quite straightforward, this. I am very much the Barry Ooh. White of the operation. I've got a soul of four. I have a five. I I rolled a four. Mm. Three here, so I guess I needed a seven, and that's what I got. Right. I need nine or less. Mm -hmm. And I've rolled a five. So, in fact, it's William who spots it first, and uh, in good time, so you're able to stop and sort of quiet the horses and keep out of sight. Um, Down the river, over on the east bank, you can make out... Quite away north of the last train at this point, but you can make out uh, what looks like a concrete dock on the bank, and um, there are trees about and so on. But you can see that beyond that, there's what looks like uh, maybe a tower, some sort of buildings through there, and uh, you can make out could be two, maybe three men walking backwards and forwards, fairly alert. On this dock, mm. there's. Would they have some form of rifle with them, by any chance? Not that you can see. No, um, they don't appear to be carrying rifles. There's a, a sort of short pier, and there is a paddle steamer sitting out front. It's moored, but it appears to be listing slightly. Oh, hmm. like there's a heavy weight on it. Um, do you do you have any particular sort of uh, either boating or engineering knowledge? If anyone detective is about as good as I'm going to get for an uh, scientist. Well, I think I think your engineer could probably have a crack at this. Just uh, if you like, just make a roll. Uh, what's your skill? Uh, scientist seven, roll of six. Right. Um, that's way below it. Uh, it doesn't take much uh, of a look for you to realise that it, even though the river is, is moving, the boat is rock solid. It's sitting on the bottom. Mm. Hmm. Um, Through weight or being scuttled? Approach. Well, if it's been scuttled, um, they've done a pretty poor job at picking a deep section of, of river. Um it's it's certainly a little low in the water on one side, but it's um, it's hard to tell whether it's run aground or if it's deliberate. What do you think, chaps? I get the impression these aren't the kind of people who are going to accept us pretending we're linguists and anthropologists. I I think we'll need we'll need to uh, sneak in and see what's going on. How heavy are these generators, Archibald? Very heavy. We will not be carrying them away. I'm just wondering, do you think there is one on board that listing barge? Hmm. I think... I think it would be too small. It could probably take it. Mm. You know, it would be... um... It's quite hard, really, and you you don't think it would be ideal. 
but it could potentially have just about squeezed it. But it, it doesn't look really like like this thing has moved in quite a while. That, I guess the reason I ask it, yes, is it are they about to move it on further, or is this is this where it is? Or... Well, this is north of where we were, wasn't it? It's at least worth of a closer look. I feel. Have they have they seen us? Are we? At this say you were just lucky enough to uh, to stop and spot them in advance. They are quite alert. If you move any closer or shout hello or whatever, um, they're they're certainly alert for people being around. Which in a way is is a little unusual in itself because you are in the middle of nowhere. We might indeed have to be stealthy. Are there any? Um, what's the uh, terrain route like around here? It's getting much more back to um, ordinary sort of forested area. You've had a few ups and downs and hills and things in the the intervening area, which has obviously protected some of it. And um, <coughs> although there's evidence of damage, the trees haven't been particularly flattened and so on. So beyond, wait, wait. The, beyond the trees, you can see they. It looks like they may have cleared an area for a compound. There are gates or a fence that you can just about make out at the end of the concrete dock, and a sort of la- the tower is kind of a lattice work. It might be an aerial tower. It could be a drilling platform. <coughs> Very hard to tell from this distance, but that's through the um, trees. Are yeah. there any ridges or anything overlooking um, on either side of the river? No. Nothing, nothing higher than the trees, no. Is there any other... I mean, there's no other way of getting here. There's no road, is there? Well, there isn't on this side. Um, there is certainly nothing marked on the map, but potentially somebody could have driven a road through from a different direction. Uh, is there anything upriver on the map? No, you're well beyond the furthest uh, trading post even that was on your on your map I mean are, are we how, uh, what's our plan are we going to infiltrate are we, are we organised that kind of well how, how, how good are we at being sneaky bloody awful I've read Lady Chatterley's Lover well, that's very impressive given that it it's hasn't been written yet <laughs> It's a draft copy, obviously. Okay. <laughs> my friend there, obviously, lent it to me. So, yeah, but but you're generally more adept at what, what one might say the, the more physical sides of this job. Um, not not in a Lady Chatterley sense. <laughs> uh, stealth isn't my strong point. Go, no. Going from from one window of a train to another, for example. Oh yes, yes that that wasn't as much stealthy as you weren't unnoticed. You weren't unnoticed. <laughs> no, nor would I have been had I been chewed up by the the train's wheels and mashed into a pulp underneath it. I think you'd have been far more likely to have lost your legs or been cut through the middle. To be honest with you, but no, I wouldn't have uh, attracted attention until um, someone came to the cabin to hear my horrible, horrible screams. Oh, no, it would have been far too quick for any scream. Oh. <laughs> there, was, there might have been a... No. So, what is our remit here? We, we've... We have to find out believe... what's going on. We've got 
some idea, but not enough, have we? We need to find out. And I, I get the impression we're not going to bluff our way through this place. I feel we we, we need to earn the uh, generous stipend that that uh, His <coughs> Majesty's government is paying us. Well, no, but um, I'm possibly thinking we do need to um, find out a little bit more before we can turn around and say that right, we've got enough to cover off. I love how the Does Scotsman's people... looking for value in the, you know, you know an honest <laughs> day's work for an honest day's pay, <laughs> while the academic immediately says, "Well, earn it. It's good God, no! <laughs> <laughs> how very dare you!" Um, so, could we go about a day's travel upstream? Sorry, I didn't hear a word of that, Nick, and it was sort of over the two of you. Um, yeah. Mark, just what were you saying? All I was going to suggest is could we maybe travel, a, maybe a day's travel upstream to cross over onto the side with the compound and then try and work our way through the trees? You saw yeah. that, Nick, what are you saying? Uh, do they look like they have a military sort of bearing? Yes, if you're going to try and get a, a better look, um, the obvious thing to do is to just retreat slightly and make sure the horses are out of the, the way. And uh, I'll you, look after the horses. You probably can't get much closer than you are now. So uh, have you got where we are, that's my thought, you see. Have you got field glasses or anything like that? No, I can't remember. I knew you'd ask. Some kind of finickety question. I had, would... I had a pocket telescope. Didn't, didn't have the sun glint on it. The uh, um, can no, we work I, it out with boot polish and then I've got, a, I've got a portable writing desk. Does that help? <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Um, whip off a, a quick letter to them to describe <laughs> themselves in detail by return of post. <laughs> um, I think you... the fact that they're alert tells me enough that they are guards. They are not carrying rifles. They seem to be guarding something, but they're not dressed in a completely military fashion. No. They do appear to have pistols. Right. But those they could be secret police. So <coughs> I think your idea, William, is a good one. If we try, just see what we can see the other way. They don't seem to be in a rush. This thing hasn't moved in a while, so it's not about to... Well, we, we have to cross the river anyway, so we might as well do it well. We'll not be seen. Yeah, my, my thought is... I mean, yes. Travel travel up sort of about a day's worth of travel up upstream, so that we're well out of way for or, or even just, just a mile or two. Yeah, just a few hours, I think. Or, you know, is, you know are there any decent crossings... We, you know, if, we, 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 well out of sight. If the river bends, I. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you're going to be able to do that if you take your time and move away from the bank yeah. sufficiently without We've any any real plenty, risk. Plenty of food, haven't we, at the moment? Yeah, yeah. You are, you're well equipped. You're probably slightly over equipped, okay. really, because you know you you don't know what you need. <coughs> You've had that delicious stew, which you weren't expecting. Indeed. So, if it's okay, I'm going to. Um, just halt for tonight because so that would be perfect for me. Yeah. Fair enough. And um, I think, well, I thought it, I thought you might have actually got through. Got uh, I did wonder if we'd make it all through tonight, but in fact, I think we've got uh, sort of the the final sequence quite possibly. So one, maybe two more sessions depends how you approach it. And, um, <laughs> well, you know, if you, if you're quite circumspect and so on, and plan on getting out alive, it's uh, maybe two or three. The mad, the mad chase. No nonsense. So, thank you very well, much. Thank you. 
very much yourself. Yeah, thank you. No, it's really good, John. Thanks very much. Catch up with you all soon. Bye. 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 Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs>